Hello listeners, welcome to another episode on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza, with your host, Grace Hopper. Today's episode centers around world news and abuse. Sky News, November 18th, 2022. Children coerced into most severe form of sexual abuse online. Reports find... Children as young as seven are being coerced by abusers into filming themselves, carrying out the most severe forms of child sexual abuse material, a charity has warned. Analysts at Child Protection Charity, the Internet Watch Foundation, IWF, found nearly 900 instances of Category A child sexual abuse materials in just five days. It's urging the government to return the repeated delay online safety bill to Parliament. The IWF's chief executive, Susie Hargreaves, said the charity shared details of the material to drive home the stark reality of the situation and said the government must reintroduce the online safety bill to protect children. This will enable online platforms to take down illegal content to protect users, in particular children. The IWF says they identify and remove online images and videos of child abuse and offer the public a place to report abuse anonymously. Ms. Hargreaves said the shocking data serves to blast away any illusion that this imagery is simply children naturally exploring their sexuality. The ordinariness of the items being used for the sexual pleasure of those watching combined with the evidence of everyday childhood life in these images drives home the stark reality of the situation. Predators gain unprecedented access. She continued, It is vital the bill is returned to Parliament and that further delays threaten the bill's future and opportunities to protect children online. Predators gain unprecedented access to our children in places where we think they should be safe and protected, she added. The abuse is inherently preventable. Sapita Wanless, chief executive of the NSPCC, said despite the disturbing findings, we cannot shy away from the fact that this is the reality of online child sexual abuse and is happening on a daily basis in family homes across the country. He added that the abuse is inherently preventable and should serve as a wake-up call to the Prime Minister. A Home Office spokesperson said child sexual abuse is a horrific crime against the most vulnerable in our society. We are leaving no stone unturned to pursue offenders and keep children safe online and in our communities. The online safety bill is a key measure in this regard and it will ensure companies take proactive action to keep children safe from child sexual abuse and exploitation on their platforms. Tech firms are being forced to combat tsunami of online child abuse. The Independent Newspaper Friday, 18th November 2022 Ex-police officer jailed after arriving to meet 15-year-old in KFC car park. Alex John Foster, 43, told the teenager she could be an undercover police officer. He has been jailed after he was caught by an undercover agent arranging to meet a 15-year-old girl at KFC with condoms and lube. Foster 
was nailed in a police sting when a colleague posed as a vulnerable teenage girl online. The former Northamptonshire Police Special Constable asked the girl what experience she had with lads, adding he was looking for someone to have sex with. A court heard he even told the girl he needed to be able to trust her as she could be an undercover police officer. He arranged to meet the girl on August the 10th. Foster was arrested in a KFC car park in Newark, Northamptonshire. Officers searched this car and found condoms and lubricant. Foster of East Haddon, Northamptonshire, admitted three charges relating to sexual communication with the child, including arranging or facilitating and intentionally encouraging or assisting. On Thursday, the 17th of November 2022, he was jailed for two years at Lincoln Crown Court. The recorder told him, you believed you were meeting a 15-year-old girl. Your intention was to have sexual intercourse. The activities that you intended is why this offense is so serious. You were in a position of trust because of working for Northamptonshire Police. That impacts the public perception. The court heard Foster had been a special constable for 20 years and was a police trainer before quitting the force last year. In July of this year, he began talking to a 15-year-old girl on social media. When they began talking, the girl told Foster that she would turn 16 the following month. The prosecutor told the court Foster was under no illusion about her age. Foster told the girl he was looking for someone to have sex with. Two days later, Foster blocked the girl before she reached out on another social media platform and the conversation resumed. Over the course of two weeks, sexually... Explicit content was exchanged between the two parties. The court heard. When questioned about the condoms and the lube, Foster told the police he ordinarily carried it. Foster had previously been a subject of a misconduct hearing in 2019, which resulted in a final written warning. Foster was also made subject to a 10-year sexual harm prevention order, SHPO. Northamptonshire Police will now hold a gross misconduct hearing. The Telegraph, 1st of December 2022. Pedophiles should be given therapy and not just locked up, scientists say. Researchers believe healthcare has a key role to play in treating people who view child sexual abuse material after conducting behavior studies. They believe it has something to do with their mental state. Sky News, 6th of December 2022 by Pfizer Sakwip. A swimming instructor in London sexually abused underage girls while giving lessons. Police believe Brown is a dangerous sexual predator who poses a significant risk to young children. Emmanuel Brown, 60, was found guilty of three counts of sexual assault by touching at Wood Green Crown Court in London, UK. He had been a swimming instructor since 1995 and ran swimming lessons at Northumberland Park Swimming Pool in London, the court heard. Two reports were made to police from the young girls aged 13, followed by a third girl who also came forward after Brown's alleged sexual assaults. The abuse of the two young children took place between 2010 to 2012, 
while the third victim was abused in 2019. Brown will be sentenced for his crime on 27th of February 2023. DC Andre Andreo of the North Area Command Unit said, Brown used his position of trust to carry out sustained sexual assaults on these three girls. His behavior is utterly deplorable. Given the offending which took place over a decade ago, it's entirely likely there are other victims of Brown. Officers have urged people to come forward if they have been previously abused and reassured those that will come forward they will be listened to and supported by specially trained officers. Evening Standard, 8th of December 2022. Electrician jailed for sharing videos of child he drugged and then raped. Thomas William Carter was sentenced after inflicting the most terrible abuse, the National Crime Agency said. An electrician who shared videos online of himself raping a young girl he had drugged has been jailed. Carter was identified by British investigators after abuse images he posted were found on devices belonging to a suspect in the U.S. later arrested by the FBI, the National Crime Agency, NCA, said. Logs showed the 39-year-old using an online pseudonym. He also told other pedophiles over an encrypted chat app he planned to drug and then sexually assault a child. Carter of Casewell Road, Leo Mr. Hertfordshire, then shared videos of the attack, later admitting he had drugged the victim. Agents raided his home on October the 1st, 2022. They seized his phone on which were found 3,651 indecent images of children, including some of the most serious criminal category. Appearing at Worcester Crown Court on November 7, 2022, Carter admitted one count of rape of a child under 13, three charges of making innocent images of children and five counts of distributing illegal images. He was jailed for 15 years and nine months on Thursday, the NCA said. He was also placed on the Sex Offenders Register for Life. Speaking after the sentencing, NCA Operations Manager Phil Eccles said, William Carter inflicted the most terrible abuse on a young girl and distributed videos he made of it online, all for his and other pedophiles' pleasure. He added, child sexual abuse is a global threat and this case highlights why the NCA's close cooperation with international partners is so vital in tackling it. We also work tirelessly to protect those affected by child sexual abuse and disrupt offenders who pose a sexual threat to children ensuring they face justice. What are your thoughts about this particular topic? Can you leave an email or a review on our website, risingaboveshadowsofabuse at gmail.com? Thank you. Metro News, 9th of December 2022, by Jen Mills. Seven Met police officers charged with rape offences. Rupert Edwards appeared at London's Westminster's Magistrate Court, charged with raping two women, 11 days apart. He was accused of sexually attacking the two women, one in her 20s and 
one in her 30s in South London and Surrey earlier this year while he was off duty. He was arrested on suspicion of rape on September the 5th, bailed and suspended from duty, the force said. PC Edwards, who is attached to the Southwest Basic Command Unit, appeared from custody at Westminster's Magistrate Court. Commander John Savile, in charge of Met's Professionalism Command, said, This news is deeply worrying and I recognize the concern it will cause the public and other police officers. He continued, We took immediate action to suspend PC Edwards from duty when he was first arrested in September. Legal proceedings are now active and it is important that I do not comment while that process takes place. The women in their 20s and 30s are being supported by specially trained officers. The offences are alleged to have occurred in Lambeth, London on the 26th of August 2022 and in Surrey on 5th of September 2022. The Metropolitan's Directorate of Professional Standards and the Independent Office for Police Conduct have been informed. A wife has helped expose pedophile husband after identifying his penis, Metro News stated on 9th of December 2022. She was able to recognize this in exclusive photos he sent to young girls. Hayley Dune was shocked when vigilantes knocked on her door in Glentrods, Scotland, and accused her partner, James Kemp, of sex crimes in January 2018. But when they produced pictures of the pervert manhood, she knew it was him and her world completely fell apart. Haley, now 50, said, I was physically sick. I cried. I fell to the floor. I was so in shock and broken. My world completely fell apart. My first thought was, has he touched my daughter as he was close to her? He was always giving her cuddles and saying he wanted to adopt her. I felt like he groomed me and could have tried to groom her. It was me that recognized the clothes and I recognized his penis. It was one million percent him, his wristband, his watch, everything was there. The pedo hunter group, which calls itself Child Protector Scotland, had pretended to be young girls in order to ensnare Kemp, who sent explicit snaps to them. Miss Dune was asked to confirm whether she recognized her husband's penis, which she did. Kemp was arrested months later and jailed for 18 months and was listed as a sex offender. Four years later, Ms. Dunst had said she was left scarred by the ordeal and struggled to leave the house. To make matters worse, the pair are still married, which the mom of two says has left her on urge. She further continued that Kemp had fooled everyone and that she had no concerns during the marriage. She further explained that everything was fine. She never had a sex life. But I always thought it was because he was watching out, because he didn't want to hurt me, being considerate as I was in so much pain. Then he started not coming to bed, and he would be sitting in the living room on his phone. I thought he was having his feet up watching TV. I didn't think anything of it, but he started coming to bed later and later. He fooled everyone. He looked after me. He said I was the love of his life. It was all a load of rubbish. Kemp was later sentenced on November the 29th, 2018. She said the experience of seeing him in court was absolutely horrible and she fears he'll come back for revenge. 
Haley said, I was shaking on the way to court. I looked at him as he was sitting there and my knees trembled. It was a horrible day. The worst thing of all is we are still married. It is the worst feeling being married to a pedophile. He will not give me my divorce, she said. Mirror News, December 10th, 2022. Reported by Ryan Fahe. A mob of 40 men swore a dentist's office to kidnap her after turning down her lover's proposal. The 24-year-old was working out of her home near Hyderabad in India at the time she was carried away by a mob of 40 men who vandalized her house, smashed car windows and dragged a man outside and beat him with sticks and poles. Thankfully, the young woman was eventually rescued after police launched an hour-long operation to track her down. They also seized 18 members of the group, but the main suspect, Navin Reddy, is still at large. Her family have filed a case against Reddy, claiming he had been harassing their daughter, Vashali, with marriage proposals. Reddy is accused of leading the mob. They also claim that Reddy set up his business premises, a glass cafe and tea store franchise directly opposite her surgery. The kidnapper told his tea store workers that his wife refused to live with him and asked for help to bring her home. Reddy, who was in a relationship but not married to the dentist, is said to have bought her a car with the profits of his successful multi-level marketing business and then asked for her hand in marriage, local police told NDTV. Reddy is said to have then harassed her on social media, leading her to file a restraint order against him for stalking. It also comes after a man claimed a group of female attackers kidnapped, drugged and sexually assaulted him in a mystery attack. The leather factory worker in his early 20s says four females bundled him inside a vehicle as he was walking in the city of Jalandhar in Punjab, India on Monday. He claims he was then raped for several hours before being dumped in a wooded area last week. The man detailed his allegations with local media after deciding not to speak to police on his wife's request. The four attackers who spoke to each other in English, but to the man in Punjabi, only drove up to him in a white car and asked him for information about an address which they handed to him on a slip of paper. As he inspected the writing, one of the assailants sprayed a substance into his eyes, which caused him to experience a loss of vision before fainting. When he woke up, he sat in the car, blindfolded with his hands tied behind his back. He then claims he was taken to an unknown forest location and drugged. After forcing him to drink some of their alcohol, the four women are then alleged to have raped him. Mirror Newspapers Published 8th of December 2022. Iranian security forces target women at protests, shooting breasts and genitals. Doctors and nurses have said that women have been arriving in hospitals in Iran with different wounds to men and had been presenting with shotgun fire to their faces, breasts and genitals. Doctor said, I treated a woman in her early 20s who was shot in her genitals by two pillars. Ten other pillets were lodged in her inner thigh. These ten pillets were easily removed, but those two pillets were a challenge because they were wedged between a urethra and vaginal opening, one doctor told the Guardian newspapers. 
They said there was a serious risk of vaginal infection and that the woman said she succumbed to the injuries when she was protesting and a group of about 10 security agents circled around and shot her in her genitals and thighs. Protesters have been demanding the overthrow of Iranian clerical rulers following the tragic death of Masra Amini, 22, who died in police custody. The anonymous doctor found the expense of treating her heroin and said she could have been my own daughter. Said he thought authorities were targeting men and women in different ways because they wanted to destroy the beauty of this woman. Photos provided by medics to the garden showed horrific bullet wounds all over people's bodies from so-called birdshot pellets. X-rays provided showed people's bodies littered with tiny shots lodged deep in their flesh. A doctor from Karaj, a city near Tehran, said they thought the security forces shot at the genitals of women because they have an inferiority complex and they want to get rid of their sexual complexes by hurting these young people. On Thursday, Iran executed a prisoner convicted for a crime allegedly committed during the country's ongoing protests, the first such death penalty carried out by Tehran. Mohsen Shekari was reportedly hanged on Thursday morning after he was found guilty by a revolutionary court of enmity against God. Activists warned that others could also be put to death in the near future, saying that at least a dozen people so far have received death sentences over their involvement in the demonstration in solidarity with the death of Miss Amini. Mirror News Mega church leaders charged with stabbing and torturing adopted daughter Levin to death, as reported by Charlie Jones, 5th of December 2022. A leader at a mega church has been charged with torturing her three adopted daughters and killing one of the girls. Letitia McCormack, 49, faces accusations of child abuse, torture, and murder. She was a leader at Rock Church, a mega church based in California, led by former NFL player. Miles McPherson, but her profile has been removed from the church's website. Letitia McCormack and her husband Brian McCormack fostered the three girls in 2017 before adopting them in 2019. According to court documents, Miss McCormack, along with her parents Stanley and Adela Tom, severely abused the children, hitting them with sticks and paddles. The documents also claimed they would stop the children from using the bathroom and would refuse them food and water. In August, one of the girls, Arabella McCormack, was rushed to hospital. The court documents say she was extremely malnourished and weighed just 22 kilograms when she died. She was also recovering from 15 fracturing sustained in the month before her death. An investigation was launched and when police came to speak to Brian McCormack, he fatally shot himself. According to the district attorney prosecuting the case, text messages between Letitia and Brian have been uncovered, which showed Brian believed Arabella was starving to death and he believed she was going to die. It has been argued that Letitia was the ringleader of the abuse against the girls, but they all, Brian, Letitia, Stanley and Adela Tom, worked together to stab the girls. All three have been charged with child abuse and torture, Letitia and Stanley were also charged with murder. Bail had been denied for all three. Letitia's attorney argued that she would be granted bail because there was no evidence to support an argument that she poses a danger to the public. It was denied.
Stanley forfeited his right to challenge his bill being denied. Adela's attorney told the judge that because of her advanced age, 70, she does not represent a danger to the community. What are your thoughts on this particular incident? Kindly leave a comment on our website. The house made scam, making slaves of modern women. Reported 12th of December 2022 by Top Shaw and Henry Mwago. Women are being duped into going to Oman only to find themselves in prison at the mercy of abusive employers. It was in the middle of the night, far out in the Omani countryside. Four hours from the capital, Muscat, the family where she had worked as a maid for two months under slave-like conditions was asleep. I was thinking that if they had woken up, they would have killed me, says Shirley. But she managed to reach the car where a British man was waiting. She has found him on a social media platform for expatriates and he had offered to help her flee. It proved to be a close escape. I think the creaking from the last door might have woken them up. As we drove off, people with flashlights were searching the terrain. Now, Shirley is hiding in the British man's home on the outskirts of Muscat without a passport or a plan on how to get back home. I just couldn't stay with the family. I was a slave there. Teresa, another Malawian woman, also lives in the house just like Shirley. She was promised a good job and an attractive salary in Oman. But the promises turned out to be lies. Shirley convinced the British man to save Teresa from the family where she had been working as a maid. She knew of her through WhatsApp. The pair had both been invited to a group for Malawians seeking work in Oman. Teresa is unable to talk about her experiences. She has no words, only tears. There is nothing I can say. I just want to get back home. Many of the countries in the Gulf region use different forms of the so-called kafala system, which ensnares workers like Shirley and Teresa. It legally binds a migrant worker to his or her sponsor, usually the employer. Most migrant workers in Oman are women from Asia and Africa who typically sign a two-year contract to work as maids or cleaners in private homes. During this time, they can't change employer or leave the country without permission from the sponsor. They run away, they are treated as criminals, and absconding charges might be filed against them. Working conditions are only vaguely regulated, and many of Oman's domestic workers live as prisoners, forced to work up to 20 hours per day, serving large families with little time off. Families often pay large amounts to recruitment agencies for a maid in order to maximize the benefit from this investment. One woman sends a long, desperate voice message. She had been spat on, physically abused, and locked inside her room without food for days. Today, the nephew of the boss came with his two friends. They were masked and dragged me into my room. They then raped me, she cries. The boss says he can kill me anytime. No one will punish him and no one will be looking for me because I'm just a poor girl from a poor country. Another woman says that they only let her use her phone 20 minutes per day and she's not allowed to go outside. What are your thoughts? On e-commerce sites and Facebook, Al Shafak, Manpower Supply, is advertising female domestic workers for immediate delivery. The price depends on nationality. The Malawian women are among the cheapest, a $2,300 recruitment fee and monthly salary of $220 to $260. Only Ivorian women are cheaper. What do you think about this?
modern day slavery. LBC News, reported by Gina Davidson. J.K. Rowling's launches new women-only sexual abuse support center. J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter author has launched a women-only sexual violence support service in Edinburgh in the wake of growing concerns that women are self-excluding from other current services. Bearer's Place, named after the Scottish goddess of winter, will provide what Rowling's claims is an unmet need for women in the Lothians area. It is not known how much the service will cost, but it's been solely funded by Rowling, who has been acclaimed for her philanthropy. She said, as a survivor of sexual assault myself, I know how important it is that survivors have the option of women-centered and women-delivered care at such a vulnerable time. Bearer's Place will offer an increase in capacity for services in the area and I hope enable more women to process and recover from their trauma. The move comes as MSPs were told in a consultation on planned reforms to the Gender Recognition Act that moved to introduce self-identification of gender and led to previous women-only services now offering support, space, and jobs to trans women, despite the Equality Act of 2010 stating such services could exclude trans women. As a result, women survivors of rape and sexual abuse felt they could no longer rely on any Brown's Rape Crisis Center, which is now managed by a trans woman or women's aid refuges to be female only. The new chief executive of Barrow's Place, which is not being set up as a charity, is Isabel Kerr, MBE, who previously ran Glasgow and Clyde Rape Crisis. She said, Violence against women and girls is an issue that crosses all cultures, classes, and religions. These are gendered crimes that are overwhelmingly perpetrated by men and disproportionately experienced by women. The place recognizes that effective sexual violence services must be independent, needs-led, and provide responsive women-centered services so that they are free from the pressure of current political agendas. We are committed to ensuring that our service is free, confidential, and accessible to women survivors who may need it. The new service comes six months after it was reported there had been an increase in rape and sexual assaults against women in Scotland. Police Scotland's figures show that between 2018 and 2019, 2021 and 2022, instances of rape against women have increased by 25%. The service will be run by a team of experienced support workers, including Deputy CEO Susan Domine, who also worked in the Glasgow and Clyde rape crisis. Asked about its policy on helping transgender people, a spokeswoman for the organization said it was a women-only service offered in accordance with the Equality Act which permits the provision of single-sex services and a single-sex staffing policy when there is a good reason for them. We use Section 212 of the Equality Act which states that a woman is a female of any age. She added, we will exercise professional judgment on a case-by-case -case basis with concern for women as our primary focus. Anyone who phones for advice will be dealt with like any other caller. We believe women deserve to have certainty that in using our services, they will not encounter any one male. Where appropriate, we will refer individuals to other appropriate services.
Rowling said, Bera rules over the dark path of the year, handing over to her sister bride. When summer comes again, Bera represents female wisdom, power, and regeneration. Hers is the strength that endures during the difficult times, but her myth contains the promise they will not last forever. Mirror News, 14th of December, 2022 by Liam Buckler. A man to be executed in just hours for murdering 16-year-old girl stranded with flat tire. Thomas Edwin Loden Jr., 58, from Mississippi, USA, has been on death row since 2001 after pleading guilty to capital murder, rape, and four counts of sexual battery against Lisa Marie Gray. He is said to become the second inmate executed in Mississippi in 10 years. The state's most recent execution was in November 2021. On December 7th, a federal judge dismissed an attempt to block Mississippi from carrying out the execution despite a pending lawsuit formed Loden and four Mississippi death rolls inmates over the state's lethal injection protocol. During the summer ahead of what should have been Gray's senior year of high school, she had worked as a waitress at her uncle's restaurant in northeast Mississippi. On June 22, 2000, she left work after dark and became stranded with a flat tire on a rural road. Loden, a Marine Corps recruiter with relatives in the area, encountered Gray on the road around 10.45 p.m. He stopped and began speaking with the teenager after the flat tire. Don't worry, I'm a Marine. We do this kind of stuff, he said. Loden told investigators he became angry after Gray said she would never want to be a Marine and he ordered her into his van. He spent four hours sexually assaulting her before strangling and suffocating her, according to an interview he gave investigators. Court records show that on the afternoon of June 23, 2000, Loden was discovered lying by the side of a road with the words, I'm sorry carved onto his chest and apparent self-inflicted lacerations on his wrists. After pleading guilty in September 2001, Loden told Gray's friends and family during his sentencing, I hope you may have some sense of justice when you leave here today. Wanda Faris, Gray's mother, described her daughter as his happy-go-lucky, always-smiling teenager who aspired to become an elementary school teacher. She wasn't perfect now, mind you, Faris said, but she strived to do right. Faris plans on attending the execution on Wednesday. The Mississippi Department of Corrections revealed in court papers in July 2021 that it had acquired three drugs for its lethal injection protocol. Methasolam, which is a sedative vecuronium bromide, which paralyzes the muscles, and potassium chloride, which stops the heart. Jim Craig, a MacArthur Center attorney, said at a November court hearing that since 2019, only Alabama, Oklahoma, Mississippi, and Tennessee have conducted executions using a three-drug protocol. According to the Death Penalty Information Center, 27 states have the death penalty. Craig said a majority of death penalty states and the federal government uses a three-drug protocol in 2008, but the federal government and most of the states have since started using one drug. A week before Loden's scheduled execution, U.S. District Judge Henry Wingate handed down a ruling saying the execution 
could happen even while a lawsuit is pending. A news conference on Tuesday in front of State Capitol in Jackson to voice their opposition to Loden's execution. Clearly, something in him snapped for him to commit such a horrific crime, said Mitzi McLeaby, a spokesperson for the Mississippi chapter of Ignite Justice, an organization that advocates for criminal justice reform. Mr. Loden was immediately remorseful. Shouldn't there be room for grace and mercy in such a situation? Farry said on Friday that she forgave Loden years ago, but she did not believe his apology. I don't particularly want to see anybody die, Farry said, but I do believe in death penalty. I do believe in justice. What are your thoughts? Can you leave a comment? I'm your host, Grace Hopper, for Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. See you on our next episode. Thank you and bye for now. If you've got any questions or inquiries, you can get in touch rising above shadows of abuse at gmail.com or our social media platforms rising above shadows of abuse, Twitter, rising above abuse.